Welcome to the Church Explained podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership and build your church. Today is going to be a little bit different. Yes. It's uh, the random podcast today. The Nathan, random it? podcast. The, the random. And it could be very random. It could be random. <laughs> this could be a success. Uh, it's a, certainly an experiment. Yes. So yes. here's what we're going to do. We're going to, uh, we've got some topics here, some subjects in our coffee cups today. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to randomly pick a question out yep. or a subject. And we're going to just talk around that subject together. Yeah. So I, I think it could be fun. It'll let people get to know us a little bit more. It will. And um, hopefully it'll encourage you yeah. to send us your questions. Because that's what we want. We want yeah. some questions from you. Yeah. Lots of people are asking us questions, but not necessarily always sending them in. No. So if you want to send in a question, maybe you're thinking around leadership or growth, development, yeah. hey, DM us, send it in to us, and hopefully we can answer that question in our next random podcast. Random. If it's going to be successful. Yeah, we will see. But we'll, I think it will be. I, I think it's going to be fun anyway. So, Hey, shall anyway. we start? Shall yes. we start with you? Yes. Right. So I'm going to go in the cup. I, yes. I haven't a clue what is going to go, come out. No. And neither are you. No. But we know it's something, it's something. that could be useful for you. Here so we go. Uh, I'm going to try and read your writing. So we've got <laughs> something around. Oh, a good one. Okay. We want to talk to you about transition. Transition. And the reason we want to talk about that is because your roles changed this year. Yes, it has. So. Um, still oversee youth. I'm youth pastor, but now I've become campus pastor. Uh, at our Chesterfield campus uh, and so yeah transition uh, has been uh, a big part of this past year yeah uh, for myself and my wife and family uh, so yeah but it's also been a big part for you it has but before we get into me yeah. I, I want to come back to come you so so let's try and figure out what, what's been the biggest challenge for you in regards to transition I, w- I would say the biggest challenge is um knowing how much to do okay how quickly right so you can so you transition into a role and you know so transition to becoming campus pastor yeah. and you have all of these ideas you have all, all of this stuff that you want to do because you've been thinking about all that stuff haven't yeah. you even before you have yeah. a role yeah you're thinking about all that stuff yeah so this is what i'd love to do this is that and then it's so how how do i do that yeah when do i do it how quickly without rocking because you know our chesterfield campus is healthy Solid, uh, strong. Solid, mm. good teams, all of that. But there are little things that, you know, might want to change and tweak and all of that. And how much do you do? At what time? And when do you do it? Is it too early? Is it too late? Yeah. I guess that's been the biggest challenge and still is. Because, mm. uh, you know, that only started in September 2021. Yeah. The role, it still is the challenge of do we do that now or do we wait um, when, yeah. when, when we do those changes yeah. and I suppose like every leader is thinking about that when they yep. have a transition yep. or a change in leadership what do I do first yep. I suppose is a good question yep. really isn't it yeah and have you figured it out no <laughs> no 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 taking lots of advice yeah and I think even some of our podcasts and uh, some of the things that we've done have really yeah. helped in terms of thinking um, but you can speak to one person and they'll, yeah. Uh, yeah, you need to do it like straight away, speak to someone else and they're Sorry. like, well, just, you know, ease it and, and do that. And so I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that 
like communication is key. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So with that. communicating, and so for me, communicating with my leaders, mm. uh, communicating those with those who are leading me as well around some of those ideas to get their thoughts on that, and is that you know is it a good idea to do? Uh, uh, and I, so I think communication is yeah. uh, a big key for that. So how, how are you feeling about the sort of future and that sort of going into that role of transition? How do you feel about it? You know, that, that change of role now, did you have to change your thinking a little bit or I think, uh, was it already there? Yeah, or? I think my thinking was already there. Okay. So, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of my story is that we uh, launched into a place called Derby mm. and I was campus pastor there. And then we handed that on, came back to Chesterfield to be part of the team in Chesterfield. And then now a Chesterfield campus pastor. So we've been part of that uh, as a campus pastor and thinking so done it in, that, in that thinking yep. before. Yep. Um, Chesterfield is uh, on a much larger scale than yeah. Derby was. And that was like pioneering. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's a church and a campus that's been around 35 yeah. years. Yeah. And now I'm leading that campus mm. and leading people who've been in the church since I was a kid. Yeah, and, and I suppose leading it still with the senior leader yep. still there, which is yep. obviously your, your dad. Yeah, we, yeah. That, that may come up as a question yeah, later, yeah. we don't know. Who knows? But uh, your dad and obviously mm. your mom, senior leaders here yep. at Icon Church, they're still around every Sunday, yep. aren't they really? So you've yep. got to lead, I suppose, in the light of that as well. Yeah. Um, anything yeah. you want to say about that as yet? I think you... I, like for me, it's just being confident. Confident in who you yeah, are. Yeah, confident in who I am. Yeah. Confident in my leading mm. and realizing that they are for me. Yeah. And they want me, you know, they've not put me in this role to fail. No. They've put me in this role because they believe in me and they uh, believe in my leadership. So there's a belief there. And then keeping those lines of yeah, communication yeah. open and I suppose, is really important. I suppose in one sense, some people, I was just thinking of this as, as we're talking, some people could see that as a negative having them there. Mm. But actually, it's a real positive, isn't it? If yeah. you think about it deep down, because like they've got your back, yeah. haven't they? Where, yeah. Like if you went in as a pastor to another church, you don't know anybody. No. At least you've no. grown here. Yeah. People know you. That you've always got challenges mm. well, that sort of stuff, but they know you. Yeah, and I'd encourage anyone who's uh, maybe a senior leader who's transitioning out, but mm. you're staying in the church. I think um, one of the big things you can do is be like on the front row. Cheering them on. Cheering them on. Yeah. Um, you know, being their biggest supporter. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, even think little things like when someone comes up to you, oh, I liked it when you did this. Yeah. Say, yeah, but they do it better. Yeah. Or, you know, it's yeah, just, yeah. just, you know. I've heard you say those. that a lot recently. Yeah. yeah. He, he does it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say no, no more. I'm just so, joking. No, it's good. So y y you yourself transitioned. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so my role changed uh, mm. quite significantly as well. I suppose in the last year and a half, because mm. I went from a senior leader role leading two churches. We pulled all our churches together, yep. didn't we? As, uh, so I brought my two churches, which were the Hub Church, into Icon Church. Yep. And uh, so it's been a bit of a transition for me from yep. my role as well as a senior leader, thinking about everything that you would normally think about as a senior leader, mm. to, I suppose, narrowing that down to focus on a few key things. Mm -hmm which is, uh, it's been exciting, mm -hmm. uh, but also a bit of a shift, I think, in my mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do, do, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. you're going from running like at 100 miles an hour with lots of different things yep. to suddenly then you're running with 
you're still running, you're going quick, but you're running with fewer, fewer things, things yeah. but you can give more focus to. Yeah. And, and that's been good. So some of the things that we've been able to get focused to is one, like something like this, the podcast, yeah. it allowed us then to put this out, mm. help leaders, help churches, yep. and some of the stuff we're doing as well. No, brilliant. Yeah. Right, let's dive in. Dive in. To Dave's pot of Could be anything in here. Here we go. Oh, seeing as uh, we've talked transition. Right. Uh, the topic is Icon Open. Icon Open. Which is one of the things that has been your yeah. focus. So yeah. why don't you, for anyone who doesn't know, or maybe they've just tuned into the podcast, yeah. what is Icon Open? Yeah. And maybe just share a little bit around what's happened yeah yeah we can do that so mm. i can't open as you said one of the sort of projects i've been heading up for is and uh, for anyone who hasn't come across it before it is a resource site uh filled with lots of stuff on there that churches or leaders and teams can go to and they can download the resources that we've created mm-hmm. and we've we we want to give them a second yeah. life really we've put mm. them back out there and uh, so we've we've hundreds and hundreds of resources on there where, let's say, for example, someone just wants to put together a message, but they need a spark of an idea, yeah. or someone needs like a leadership talk, or a leadership idea, or some insight into mm. something. Well, hopefully they can come to our resource site, icon.church forward slash open, yep. and that uh, they can get on there for free with hundreds of resources. Mm. They can download them. We've sort of taken our branding off them mm. so they can use them in their own context. And uh, we launched it back in Easter this year. Yes. And I think since then, we've probably had around about 25,000 hits on our website mm-hmm. of people searching Amazing. for the yeah. content. So it's brilliant. So the big passion is how can we resource other people? How yeah. can we resource other churches and leaders yeah. and teams? Because uh, people need help yeah. and churches need help. And, mm. and it doesn't matter what size the church is. To be honest, like on Icon Open, the amazing thing is we've got some really big churches who have signed up. Yep. And, and obviously, I can't really name them today, but no. there's some really big churches across the world. Mm. And then there's some smaller churches, yeah. like a new church plant mm. or anything of that nature. So there's lots mm. out there uh, where people are searching and uh, we've got lots of great content. There's yeah. other great content out there. We're not the only one doing no. this. But it's something we want to do as Icon Church because we, we just want to be generous yeah. and show our generosity to mm. the Capital C Church. So that's yeah. a little bit about it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I know as, um, you know, when we started out as a youth pastor, you'd go searching yeah. on certain sites for ideas, yeah. uh, resources, would use some of those, some yeah. of those would take and then, uh, you know, adjust them to yeah. fit our context. And so, like, we're not precious about no, use it in whatever no. way do 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 whatever yeah. you want. i think that's the hard do whatever you want with mm. it i mean if you want to use some of it like we i like the phrase like stay like an artist yeah, do you yeah. Know what i mean so take it um use it you know if it's going to help mm. your church and help your team grow and help you as a leader grow yeah like we'd rather give it away free yeah. and let people use it and um at least it helps mm. them doesn't it rather yeah. than sitting somewhere in a church somewhere yeah. and it's where all our podcasts are stored yeah got a podcast there. there with show notes yeah so we've got yeah. lots on there so yeah, all the loads. podcast all the resources so they give people an idea if they haven't been on like there's stuff on there around messages yeah youth stuff kids, kids. stuff creative and mm. worship general what else anything else did i miss anything off the top of my head i can't think of any oh uh, staff talks staff talks like behind the, the scenes the leadership stuff. yeah That's behind the good. scenes so yeah mm. so really good 
great. On to I you then. It. Come on. Yeah, I forgot it was random show. That's what it was. <laughs> I forgot it was random, yeah, so we yeah. were waiting on something. Okay, so let's see what we can get out for you today as well. Uh, okay, we have family. Family. Okay, so okay. Tell, us, tell us, your family's changed a little bit this year. A so, little bit, a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got a little bit uh, uh, greyer on the side. No, it's not quite no, yet. No, no. But come on, tell us what's happened in your family yeah. this year. What's been the big change for you? So, uh, as well as transitioning to being campus pastor, um, me and my wife Debbie, uh, we had one son. Yeah, uh, his name is Zion, and uh, and now we've got three sons. Okay, uh, adopted uh, two boys. Uh, and that happened around the similar time, just at the end of August as well. Uh, so yeah, so life has got a lot more full. Yeah. I don't like using the word busy. No. Uh, a lot more full. Feels better. Yeah, a lot more full. Um, so yeah, so it's been a yeah a big family shift going yeah. from one to three. Yeah. Um, and big realization. So. So to give you a, a little bit of context, Zion is eight mm -hmm. and was at that point where you can pass him his clothes, he can get himself yeah, dressed. Yeah, yeah. You can say to him, go and brush your teeth. Yeah. You've got to watch him, yeah. <laughs> but he will brush his own teeth. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now the boy is there two and uh, I'm one. And so they back need to square back, one, to, really, back to that. But also it was, you didn't get that easing of, you know, you got a baby. Yeah. It was straight into yeah. toddler and one-year-old. So, yeah, it's been fun. So, uh, tell you what I was thinking of a little bit, if you don't mind mm. sharing. I mean, see how you go. Yeah. But I was trying to think, what's it been like? I mean, because obviously you've, you've got one child, you've got you, all your love and attention is going to that one child. Yeah. And then suddenly you've got another two. Yeah. Like, I want to say almost overnight. I know there's a process yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But like suddenly to to love love one son and then love another two. Yeah. How's that felt? Um, I like I think anyone who's had more than one kid probably felt you know like would I be able to? Yeah. And then it just happens. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was the same. Mm. Um, you know we went through a, a you know like a transition process where for you know, 10 to 14 days, I can't yeah. remember what it was. We'd be going to the, where they were placed. We'd be, they'd be coming to us for full days and you'd be spending time together, getting to know them. But after a few days, it was like, well, they, you know, they could come be at home and be part of our family. And I, I, I guess it just, it was a mindset um, thing for me and my wife mm. that as, as soon as we'd made the decision, they're part of our family. Yeah. Um, which which gave me a bigger perspective, not to go all spiritual, but gave me a bigger perspective on when the Bible talks about us being adopted, mm. Mm. that it was like this moment of when we made the decision they're part of our family, they were yeah, part yeah, of our family. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, that's it. Yeah. They're in the family. Uh, there's nothing else about it. I know we've got, you know, different processes. But it just gave me a bigger perspective mm. on God and the power of that whole mm. thing of us being adopted into the family of and, God. And that's instant, mm. isn't it? It's yeah. that instant love, yeah. instant acceptance. Yeah. And like without, you know, you said not no. too spiritual, we're not getting too spiritual. No. But, but there is something powerful. I, yeah. I can even remember when I became a follower of Christ when I was 19. 
like uh, that's one of the things that really hit me hard yeah. was suddenly I had all these new yeah. family members around me. Yeah. Like I had lots of friends and all yeah, that, but yeah. suddenly to feel that I belonged to something. Yeah. You know, so I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying there, that sort of instant yeah. feeling. And, and other people, other parents' journeys might be different yeah, in yeah. terms of adoption. That was and our that's journey. Okay. And that's and okay. And that's okay. And yeah, we yeah. would say a phrase here that I love in church. We'd say, you belong before you believe. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, there might be uh, other things. And, and, you know, and I think there are moments where you do have that. It was easier when we just had one. But I think every parent of multiple kids says <laughs> yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Well, well so, done to thank you, you very guys much. and your family situation. Yeah. So, right, what do you got in there? Here we go. It could be anything. Could be anything. Oh, here we go, mate. You you were getting all the uh, all the easy ones, I think. Are you sure? I'm sure. Go on then. Uh, coaching. Okay. So obviously we've got coaching as part of our, our icon open. Yeah, yeah. But you yourself are doing some coaching, and yeah. I want to mention this. You're doing coaching with like our campus pastors. Yeah. Uh, you've done some training on this. Yeah. And uh, like. Our campus pastors reflecting on that coaching are saying it's really helpful. So I, want, I wondered if you'd dive in. I know we've asked this question before, but why does senior leaders need a coach? Mm. What's the importance of coaching? Yeah. And, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a great, great topic. It is an easy one, but it's, it's one, I suppose, mm. it's, it's close to my mm. heart at the minute. I, I love the coaching, I have to say. It's an exciting mm. thing to do. And I've been thinking a little bit like before, like because we had, did pull up this question before, why do senior leaders or leaders need a coach? Mm. I think they need a coach because they need someone to listen to them. Mm. Um, they need someone to think with them. Mm. And sometimes it's easier to do that with somebody outside their context. Yeah. Like if a senior leader's watching or listening, maybe mm. they're thinking about stuff and they're generating their ideas in their head, but they're not quite at a point where they want to take it to their team. Yeah because they're not sure 100%, well, that's where a coach comes in. Yeah. So to have a coach come alongside you to help process the thinking, yeah. to help to get you on a journey from A to B, uh, that's why it's, a coaching's brilliant and really helps people, yeah. do you know what I mean? So both internally we've been using it and externally as well with yeah. other church leaders. Um, and we've got it on the website as, as well there, yeah. so if people are interested, they can yeah. find out about it. Yeah. Uh, but it's an exciting thing, it's, it's different it's similar to a normal conversation, yeah. But it's it, it's it's within a container. If I put it it's, that way, if, if so, like I've experienced, you've this. experienced it, haven't you? So if I if I say it like this, yeah. you're able to get. So it maybe you you'll come with a topic or something yeah. you're thinking about, yeah. And through coaching, it's not like you've thrown in here's all my ideas. Yeah, correct. It's like, let me ask you a few questions and then you get to the end mm. and through those questions, you, we've been able to process through those questions yeah, to get yeah. to a point of this is a next step. Definitely. And I think, I think that's so important because you can have a topic, yep. you can research it yeah. and you can have all of these ideas. But I think what coaching has helped me to do anyway is focus and go, okay, that's my next step. Yeah. That's the next thing. And also then if you do it on a regular so it's not just a one-time, no. hold, hold you accountable. Hold accountable, mm. and there's a bit of trust there as yes. well that builds with people. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing, just to point out, is it's not transactional. You know, like you were yeah. saying, like it's not like a coach comes. or, mm. co or Anybody who's doing coaching, pure coaching, shouldn't come and say, here's the five things you've got to do. Yeah. They, they've got to be listening to the person, mm. helping them think, 
and then getting the questions out of what they're saying. Mm. So you, I can't come into a coaching session, here's my top 10 questions. No, no. Because I never work. No. Do you know what I mean? So I come ready to listen, to help process, to yeah. help people think. And it's been a real joy mm. just to step into that. And of course, like in leadership, like I've been having coaching type conversations for the last 20 yeah. years. Yeah. But these ones are a little bit different because they're more structured. Yeah. And if I put it this way, coaching happens, transformation happens inside a container. Yeah. So what I mean by that is, if you think of baking, mm. now I'm not a good baker by <laughs> any means. So this is probably wasted on us, really. Yeah. But the idea is, like, if you imagine, like, you've got eggs, you've got flour, you've got all that sort of stuff, they're all separate items. Yeah. But when you put them together, mm -hmm. you create a cake. Yeah. So in other words, transformation takes place inside mm. the container itself. Yeah. And that's how coaching yeah. works. So try, I'm, I'm more interested in what's the transformation we can happen rather yeah. than how can we transact? What, you know, right. how can I tell you 10 yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that out there yeah. on YouTube. We're not interested in no. that. And, and as you say, like coaching, yeah. it does really help. So we would encourage, if you are a senior leader, yeah. like even if you don't come to us, go to somebody. Because yeah. leaders need someone to yeah, talk to. Definitely. And not just in their team. Yeah. And I'd, I'd, I'd encourage... Personally, if you're a younger leader, mm. um, you know, that you get a coach. Definitely. Maybe, maybe you're just starting out yeah. and you're like, where do I get some answers to questions? Definitely. But maybe it's not the answers. You need. You just need someone to journey through those questions with. That's that's the exciting them. thing. Yeah, yeah, discover through with yeah. you, walk through with you. Yeah. And I know that's the sort of stuff that's been useful internally and also, yeah. as I say, externally. Mm. Um, yeah, my, my big top recommendation, even if mm. people don't come to us for coaching. We have it there. Find but if they someone. don't, look, senior leaders, they need to go. Yeah. Young leaders, they need to go. Yeah. They need to get a coach because really, they will find the benefit. Like yeah. a year down the line, they'll think, why did I not have a coach? Yeah. It's, it's like that. You've got to yeah. experience it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that's been my experience. Why didn't yeah. I have a coach? Yeah. But, and in many different fields, people have coaches. They do. Sporting fields, all yeah. of that. They have coaches. Yeah. So we should... You know, for me, why not have a coach? Get, get them inside. Yep. Yeah, get definitely. Oh, so it's you now. Yes, okay. come on, Dave. I can keep going on that all day, yeah, I know, <laughs> as I know. you can see there. Always. Right, got two, two there. Right, here we go. So, your next one is oh, the biggest thing that you've learned. What shall we say in the last year? Yes, let's say. What's the biggest the thing you've last learned? Last year. The biggest thing I've learned in the last year, I probably mentioned it in the transition, but mm. uh, the communication is key definitely um and that actually you cannot over communicate something mm. so um one of the things that i've probably said over years but you know trying to put more into practice is the whole over communication so you know you might have a staff team or you might have leaders or sure. team leaders or people you're leading in uh, whatever sphere you're in and you can say things multiple times and you're thinking i've said yeah, this yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. but that's the point where you're thinking i've said this a lot is where it's probably you just beginning going. to drop yeah. into people yeah. that this is important yeah. and especially in church life where you might have a staff meeting you might have your leaders meetings you you know you might have different areas where you are saying the same thing and then you're going to get up on a sunday and say the same thing yeah, yeah, yeah. but you've got to realize that Sunday will be the first time someone hears it. Correct. That leaders meeting might be the first time mm. someone hears it. And so the whole thing around communication being key 
uh, with your team, but also it being key in terms of moving things forward. Mm. So that's been your biggest learner. Yeah, I think. In the sense uh, yes. of over communicating. O- over communicate. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I, I think I'd agree with that. Yeah, like you know, and not anything. assuming, and not no. assuming people know. No. Um, because then you get into, you know, there have been moments where I might have assumed, and then yeah. you get there and you're like. I'm surely, surely I said that and <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen. Because there's always that one person who's been left out somewhere, isn't it? Uh, exactly. And you, and you think you've told them, yeah. or you have, and they haven't heard it. It's yeah. like the old thing with church, I don't want to call them church notice of church news yeah. or whatever. And someone says, oh, I, I never knew Just about that. Just relying on that. Yeah. yeah, well, it's been on the screen for the last yeah. six weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but over communicate yeah. has been your biggest learning. Yeah. What about you? I, I think without harping back, I think come back to the coaching. Yeah. I think. You know, personally, like I went through some coach training mm. to allow me to coach better. Yeah. And my biggest thing is this, is to understand the difference in my mind between coaching and pastoring. Right. Now, there is an overlap. Yeah, yeah. But the big difference is this, is pastors always want to fix things. Yeah. Right? So we always want to come with a solution. Yeah. Which is not always right. Yeah, no. We always want to come. But when you're doing coaching... You're, you're trying to equip. Yep. So it's about equipping mm. and helping somebody solve their own problems mm. rather than coming and try and fix their problems. Yeah. Now, I'm saying that's pastoring. That, that's, that's how a lot of people do pastoring. Yeah. And I think we shouldn't do pastoring that way. No, no. Uh, because, like, I just experienced over years, people come to you with all sorts of yeah. stuff. And, and in your mind, you're thinking, how am I going to fix this for them? Yeah. And my big discovery this year, actually, is it's not my responsibility to fix it for them. I'll listen, I'll point them, I'll help them. But it was through the coach training, actually, that I received that helped me to grab that. And I'd been thinking about it for a while, but it just solidified it for me, this idea that actually it's not my job to fix people as a pastor or a Mm. leader, but it's my job to equip people, lead people, and help them find the answers for themselves. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, really good, really good. Right, let's dive in. What have we got here? So I wonder if this is going to be our last one. Yeah. What do you think? Or do yeah. you want another one? No, no, we no, can I... save these for another time. We could. Yeah. No, no go on, go, go for, we'll go go for, for another this one. one. And then I'll, let's do one each. One That's each. We'll do, one each. One each, that means I've done more than you, but... Does it? Yeah. That's all right. You're younger don't matter. Me. You're younger. All right. Daily rhythms oh. that help. Daily rhythms that help. Yeah. Okay, so what do you so say some more about what 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 do you what do you want to draw? So so maybe maybe not so much in the the usual mm-hmm. read your Bible and pray because mm-hmm. we know that yeah. now. Let me encourage you do that. Yeah, that's a great daily yeah. rhythm and that will help you. Yeah, but maybe outside of the context of the church world okay. of those maybe some spiritual practices what yeah. are some daily rhythms that you would do that help okay so because i don't have any yeah okay so there's, there's <laughs> a few things i do now i'll do them most days but not every day yeah okay um but most days so if i say like throughout the year probably for me 90 percent if i had it that mm-hmm. way so a few things i do is a journal. Mm-hmm. Now that's connected with the praying. Yeah, and the yeah. But I, I've been journaling and writing stuff down f- for the last thirty years. Mm-hmm. Now I get into it because I became a Christian, and I began to read the Bible, and I simply just began to write down what I think God's saying. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to be a Christian to do that? Of course you don't. I mean, it's no. gone wild far, isn't it? Journaling. Yeah, yeah. Massive. You know what I mean? 
But I tell you what, it's powerful mm. when you journal, you write down, you go back and you read what you've what yeah. you've written. You know, I remember like going back and think, oh, did I really write that? That sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> Didn't know I was that smart, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it just comes to you at the time you write it down. Yeah. So that's one thing I do. And I do that pretty much every day. Mm. I'll journal. Uh, the second thing I've got into the habit of doing for the last four or five years is I do some sort of breathing technique. Okay. Yeah. So I, I use what's called the Wim Hof breathing yep. technique. Now, Wim Hof is known as the Iceman. Iceman, yeah. He's out there from Holland or whatever. So, uh, But I've been using that practice. And I, the reason I do it is because it helps with the sympathetic nervous system. You know, the, your, your, your nervous system sort of yeah. helps you to quiet down. It goes from fight and flight to rest recovery. Yeah. And that type of breathing can really help mm. sort of break in that. And it builds a bit of resistance and resilience as well in mm -hmm. the body. So I do that one. Okay. So that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's, that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I, the other thing I do, um, we're sort of privileged at home. We have a sauna. Yeah. So I use that again in the same way. Most mornings I'll do hot sauna, cold shower. Wow. And again, that just builds a little bit of resilience in the body mm. and a bit of, natural sort of tension in the body but good mm -hmm. healthy tension yeah. does that make sense yeah yeah so some of those things i do those are sort of the practices and of course exercise yeah you got to exercise so those are a few things i do pretty much every day mm. there's a few more yeah. i can add in there but uh, depends on what you want no 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 that's good yeah that's good yeah i mean i, I think um it's interesting because I think my personality type is like, oh, this is the next thing, I'll do that. Yeah. And then, yeah. oh, I've finished that, now I'll do something else. And I think it is good to just have a rhythm. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing I, 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 I find recently, I was chatting with another leader actually, and we started doing something together. Mm. And um, I, I realized actually that I'm pretty consistent and stuff. So when I start something, yeah. I don't, want, I don't want to stop. I just yeah, keep yeah. going yeah. until until whenever. So that's why when I start something like that, for me, the consistency is the key. Yeah. Because you start it for a wee while and then stop. Yeah. That's the challenge. Now, I I'm, I, I like the the change as well. Yeah, yeah. But uh, something for me about consistency. Well, consistency compounds, doesn't it? It does. So, you know, you, you go out running yeah. for one week. Yeah. Um, you just run for one week, it's yeah. not really going to have an effect. Yeah. But you go out running for a year. It soon builds up, doesn't it? It soon builds up. Yeah. Uh, and so it's the same. So if I, if I can just drop, I mean, we, you did mention prayer and you yeah. did man, mention, you know, Bible reading. But although we take that as, we take that as normal. Yeah. But you will be surprised how many leaders, and there's no judgment no, right no. from us or anything, but no. you will discover there's a lot of leaders yeah. who don't even have that as a rhythm. Yeah. And if you're a leader in a church, mm. it's it's essential. Yeah. You've got to have the basic rhythms of prayer, yeah. Bible reading, those sort of things that really help yeah, focus definitely. you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no, that's really good. And for you, have you got any, any like that? I know uh, you said you're not a big one for it. Yeah, so, so I, I've been able to build a rhythm. I'm not going to say I do it every single yeah. day because um, there might be the odd day where you miss but you know in uh, reading the bible and prayer yeah. Yeah. and want to always try and start the day doing that good um i for me that's the that's one that's my best time yeah and i want to invest my best time into my relationship that's good though. with god yeah definitely um but also i want to start my day there yeah so that then it, my day flows out of that mm. um, rather than I'm, 
and, and you know and it can be different for other people they might want to finish their yeah. day there focusing but for me i start my day i'd probably like to get in the rhythm of starting and ending the day yeah yeah like that it's a good way to go um, that as well but yeah, that might be a next step for me. <laughs> that could be, could be a next coaching conversation. Yeah, exactly. One. Yeah. No, I, I was trying to think through it a little bit as well. There is something powerful about having those rhythms, having those, the consistency. Mm. And it's almost like I think once you build a little bit of a framework, yeah. let's say here's the five things I'm going to do yep. or that are essential to my mm. well-being. You don't have to be rigid with those. No. Because that's boring after a yeah. while. So I, I, like, I have the basic stuff, but I'll swap it around. Yeah. I'm not going to say, like, every morning at this time, I'm going to read the Bible. I'm going to do, like, I am consistent, but I'll swap them. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll say, yeah. well, I'll, I'll, I just want to read the Bible this morning, or mm. I just want to pray, or, yeah. you know, swap it up a bit, yeah. really. Because if not, then it gets a bit boring as well. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready yeah. then for your last question? Last one. Come on then. Right. Last question in our random show. Come on. I think it's gone all right. It has been an experiment. It's been random. So, so let's see what happens. Football. That it's is a, very that random. Is this random show one. is very so random. So say something about well, football. For our, if people are really interested, yeah. I'm not too sure they are. So though, for our Ameri- American listeners. Soccer. Soccer. But, yeah. but really it's football because really we football. kick it Proper with football. our foot. Food, and food, it's food. a ball. It is. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I still play semi-professional football. Here in uh, England. And how old are you? I'm 35. 35. So uh, coming right to the end of my career, hanging on, but um, they still value me. Still (laughs) want me to play. They still want you. Um, They're still paying, so you're okay. Yeah, I'm still (laughs) still getting a a little bit of money for playing, so which is always a bonus. Yeah. And um, there's a as a footballer in England, you may may have heard of him, Jamie Vardy, played for England. I heard you mention him once or twice before. Won the Premier League with Leicester. I I played with him uh, for a full season at a a club called Stocksbridge Park Steels, of which we've got a campus in Stocksbridge. We do have a campus in Uh, Stocksbridge, that's true. So, yeah, played together for a full season, and then Jamie Varden went on to win the Premier League, and here I am, campus pastor at Icon (laughs) Church. And I would not swap it for the world. You're not bitter, are you? Not at all. Not at all. No. But you'll take some of his money if he sends it. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. if he wants to tithe to yeah, the yeah. church, we'd definitely... <laughs> no. So listen, football then. I, the thing for me, like, I, I like football, but only if it's like big games, you yeah. know, like the World Cup, Euro Cup yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it got me thinking a little bit before I come to a question <laughs> for you. I, I was on a call last week with a guy, he's going to be on the podcast, a guy called Simon Holtz. Yeah. And he heads up a great church in Sweden. He's mm. going to be a guest with us on the podcast. But right at the end of our sort of getting to know you conversation, mm. he said to me, he says, oh, which team do you support? Because <laughs> obviously I said I live near Manchester. Yeah. And uh, it threw me a little bit because, like, I don't really support any team. Yeah. So I was trying to rack my brain and think, well, well, what do I do? Yeah. And, you know, in your mind, I was trying to think of something really strong and macho. And I said, oh, I like to walk. <laughs> I said, I like to walk in the forest <laughs> to, to, to relax. <laughs> and, you know, when you said it, I think, this just doesn't sound right. No, I like no. the trees. <laughs> where, where, you know, anyway, we'll say no more. Yeah. So, Simon, when he comes on yeah. the show. I can talk to you about football, You can talk Simon. to him about football. It's just not my forte. No, but, no. listen, t- what, what, give us a couple of lessons that leaders can learn from football over yeah. your, your time? So uh, for me, you're only as uh, good as a team yeah. uh, together Definitely. Um, 
on the uh, so you're only as good as the attitude of the team. Mm. So I've played in uh, teams that have really great players, attitudes not been great, no. and then I've played in teams where I would say the players weren't as good, and yet we've done better because the attitude was better. Yeah, I like that. Um, and so the attitude of the team is a is a key factor on that. Uh, it's not all about you know talent. And right across everything, really, yeah. isn't it? And some of the big companies don't—they yeah. say that you know we 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 hire an ad, for attitude, yeah. and then rather than yeah. gifting, yeah. And there's something in that. I mean, it's good yeah. if you have both. Like that's what that's what yeah. every every team wants, and every church wants yeah. both gifting and attitude. Yeah, definitely. But if you could choose one, yeah. always go for attitude. Yeah, because it's easier to put gifting in, yeah, or train people than it is to change an attitude. Yeah. It, there's a quote mm. in football that gets said, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I like that. And so that's kind of like the phrase around that. And then the other thing, coming back on to the communication, yeah. is um, you'll get your best out of the players uh, if you um, bring them on board. So yeah, communicating, yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. them on board. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, yeah. And even, you know, in, in football, soccer, but in most sports, team sports, there are people who are going to be on the substitutes bench. The ability to communicate with them and still have them on board is a real key because you're Very going to good. need them in certain games in the season. Very good. Mm. Well, hey, we're done, aren't we? Yeah, this is our, this random. Is our random show. Yeah. Um, we've, we've probably got some more questions in mm. here. We'll keep those for our next random show, yep. but really we want some, some of our viewers or listeners yeah. Descending, what are the questions they're thinking about? Yeah, because as a leader, you've always got a question. Yeah, it could be about personal rhythms, like we've talked yeah. about, it could be about church life, it could be about leadership, it could even be off the back of one of our podcasts or even our resources. Anything, anything you've just got a question about, we'd love to answer those questions. We'll do it. Yeah, so that's just done for today. Do you want yeah. to wrap up? Yeah, so thank people? you, thank you for listening. And uh, if you're watching as well, the Church Explained podcast, it's been great to be together again. Uh, like review subscribe wherever you're consuming this content makes a massive difference uh, to us at icon church uh, icon open and i'm gonna do that again <laughs> so where dave goes wrap up i'll do it again <laughs> icon church so thanks for listening to the Church Explained podcast. It's been so great to be together. If you could like, review, share, subscribe, wherever you're consuming this content makes a massive difference to us at the Church Explained podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on the Church Explained podcast. We'll see you very soon.